I'm Jaren. And I'm Chris. And this is The The Barker Barker Lounge. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Barker Lounge, your one-stop destination for everything dedicated to the 90s sitcom known as Friends. Friends. It's Friday. Sneaking in at the end of the week, coming in on a crazy beat. We are gonna talk about some friends and share it with you. Yes, that's right, everyone. Easing in for another slow episode. Well, slow and easy episode, that is, (laughs) of the Barker Lounge. Why do we sound so mysterious, you ask? Well, it's because we're recording a little bit later than usual. But uh, we feel like it's going to add a bit of an extra sensual flavor to the episode. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing fantastic. And on this episode tonight, this is the one with the girl who hits Joey. Ooh... We went from sexy to violent in five seconds. Well, that was short-lived. But as we get into that episode, let's just uh, go ahead and recap from the last episode that um everybody found out about Monica and Chandler. Well, almost everybody. So goodbye, take care, bye-bye then. What are you doing? Oh, I'm going on the lamb. Come on, Jay, come on. I can handle Ross. Hold on! Hey, Ross, what's up, bro? What the hell are you doing? Hey, what's, what's going on? Well, I think, I think Ross knows about me and Monica. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were my best friend. This is my sister. My best friend and my sister. I, I cannot believe this. Look, we're not just messing around. I love her. Okay? I'm in love with her. I'm so sorry that you had to find out this way. I'm sorry, but it, it's true. I, I love him, too. <laughs> My best friend and my sister. I cannot believe this. Oh, you, you guys want to probably get some hugs in too, huh? Big news. No, that's okay. We've actually known for a while. What? 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 You guys knew? You, you all knew and you didn't tell me? Well... Ross, we were worried about you, okay? We didn't know how you were going to react. You were worried about me? Wow. So, uh, 
Looks like Ross is on a quite of the emotions there from my sister to my sister. It's almost like you can't even tell all of his rage therapy uh, was kicking in or not. <laughs> Insert intro. Anyone tell you that rage is coming for free, but especially from Ross. Alright. But anyway, let's get started with Central Perk. Let's get it percolating. So, you know, now that everybody knows about Monica and Chandler, everybody's making a big deal about it. I like I love how the atmosphere immediately went from uh, everyone is tense and extremely concerned about keeping the secret especially our friend Joey, to now everyone's openly making uh, marriage jokes, much yeah. to Chandler's dismay. Ross is like, well, if they ever have kids, you know, and then Joey's like, whoa, 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 and then Ross is like, well, I'd be, shouldn't the brother be godfather? Like, they're just going back and forth. Yeah, and between uh, being a godfather, who's going to name the kids, uh, every future scenario you could think of. Yep, and Chandler is starting to get real paranoid and, uh, it's exactly what they both feared, and it just, I don't know, they're talking about wedding bells, and then kids, it's the whole shebang. I it's, kind of feel like uh, he's putting up a pretty brave face for now, like it's more like he's got like a nervous anxiousness, just like, huh, really funny guys, this is great, can we talk about something else? But uh, as we all know in the Friends universe, and considering Chandler's personality, Something's bubbling underneath the surface. Mm-hmm. And so a girl who happens to enter in, uh, not necessarily someone you see every day, but um, is now Joey's new pursuit. Her name is Katie. And, you know, she meets everybody. She's excited. They're about to, like, you know, figure oh, out where to go uh, eat. Short and bubbly little lady. Uh, seems very nice on the surface, you know. Totally inconspicuous. Wouldn't ever think anything violent. Yeah, and so as soon as Joey's like, okay, let's go get some Chinese, she gets super excited. Ooh, Chinese! You go get That's some my Chinese. favorite! How did you know? Oh my god, and while she's doing this, you guys, she's hitting Joey constantly, like jabbing at him. Yeah, but not like a ha ha, gotcha, buddy, like a quick uh, shot to the shoulder. No. This is like a Mike Tyson flurry. Mm-hmm. Like hit Joey with the one, two, three rotation. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. You can't yeah. see me, but like I'm replicating that oh, right he's now. Doing it. Visual component. <laughs> so she goes to freshen up, and Rachel's like, Well, isn't she cute? And Joey's like, No, it's harder than it looks. And so they start making fun of him, like, Oh, do you need a. Do you need a bodyguard? Hey, Ross, what's Ben doing after school? So you need a band-aid, like, <laughs> Joey? Uh, want some uh, lemon juice for those tears? He's like, you know, but seriously, Joey, holds his hand. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I, did that hurt you? Oh, my God. So, Just uh, making uh, fun of him. It's kind of funny how uh, everyone switches from targeting uh, Chandler's uh, supposed weakness to immediately getting on Joey. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a little quick. bit of the heat gets off of Chandler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So now let's get over to Ross's new apartment. Ooh, he is now the proud renter owner of a former Naked Mansion. There you go. And Phoebe comes in. You know she's got some housewarming gift. You know the salt, the traditional, the bread, and scented candles. Cause well, you know, bathroom. Duh. 
But um, someone else happens to walk through the door. And talk about random. Who just walks into your house? Right? He's like, hey, my name's Steve. I'm the president of the tenant committee. And I just wanted to, you know, going around talking about how we're getting the donations ready. Um, yeah, uh, Steve seems friendly enough. Uh, makes his pleasant introduction. But uh, kind of doesn't waste any time with that donation button. Yeah. He's like an aggressive uh, real-life Patreon. At first, Ross is like, oh, that's great, thinking that he's just talking about everybody else. And then Howard's like, yeah, so do you want to write me a check or... Yeah, kind of like uh, really pushing it forward there, buddy. Wait, what? Yeah, uh, you clearly see him in the process of moving. Right? And he's like, yeah, for $100, you know, Howard, the handyman... He's like, he's been here for 25 years, and Ross is like, like uh, really, uh, I've only lived here it on heavy there, for 25 Steve. minutes. What you mean you want 100 bucks? Oh my god. So then Steve kind of looks at Ross like, well, okay, welcome to the building, like kind of sassy and leaves, and it's like, really? So, um, yeah, that's kind of uh, the first uh, impression there with one of the neighbors, so that's kind of uh, not cool. Not exactly the one we were looking for either. Mm-mm. Especially Ross, who literally just got out of the hot seat, and it looks like he's uh, getting right back into that frying pan. So let's get over to Joey and Chandler's apartment, where Ross is venting to Chandler about, oh, how they're going around talking about how he's a cheapskate. He's like, well, you know what? I'm gonna throw a party and explain that I'm not a cheap guy. You know, I'm just a man with principles. It's a really petty reason for the entire apartment complex to be attacking them. Oh my gosh. And Rachel's like... And talk about uh, unprofessional <laughs> as, like, you know, uh, in a position of power. Like, you're going around, like, starting rumors about people. Right? <laughs> and Rachel's like, look, if you want your neighbors to like you, just pay the $100. You know, it's going to cost you more to make this whole party than to pay the $100. And Ross is like, it's not about that. It's about my principles. Okay, well, especially Ross. if we're going by uh, sitcom logic here, those yeah. principles are going to cost you a lot, buddy. He's like, well, they're going to enjoy my party. Oh, my gosh. So, um, yeah, as he walks out, Rachel kind of does like a subtle thing to Chandler. That crazy animal will be your brother-in-law. Oh, more salt into the wound. More paranoid. So Chandler's like, ha, 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 very funny. You know, you better stop with that. Like, stop putting ideas in Monica's head, you like, know. I don't want your infectious humor to affect my girlfriend. Yeah, and Rachel's like, um, you do realize you're who you're dating, right? Like, Nine Monica, times out of ten, she probably already, already has those thoughts herself. About it. And then Chandler's like, no. And Rachel's like, think about it. Why do you think she left Richard in the first place? Because he didn't want to get married or he didn't want any kids. Like, obviously, Monica thinks about these things. And Chandler's like, no, she's not the Monica that he sees, but... Yeah, she went from being my friend to, oh, this is the Monica I date now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of like a savoring the honeymoon phase, if you will. Right. So, now at Central Perk, yeah, Katie and Joey are here hanging out again. And, you know, she's pretty much telling Joey how he's funny. She's like... You're such a funny guy with the waiter. You're such a nut. Punches him again. Pow, pow. Like, jabs him Gives again. Gives him another one of those uh, KD-123s. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to refer to her flurry of punches as that for the rest of this episode. <laughs> and Joey's like, hey, look. I like you. 
But, you know, sometimes when you're playfully punching me, it actually kind of hurts. Me oh. hurt you? Big guy like you? Right? There's no way I could possibly hurt you. How about one of those one, two, threes? She's like, that could never. You're just making fun of my size. Are, Are you, you making, making fun, fun of my size? She hits him again. Oh, my God. Couldn't I'm get out you, of that You take one. enough of those to the shoulder. Like, eventually, uh, the loss of feeling in your arm to watch is going to get, oh it's going to catch up with you. <sighs> Meanwhile, at Joey and Chandler's apartment, we've got Monica and Chandler cuddling up on the chair you know looking uh, really cozy really coupley it's got to feel really nice to have the freedom of everyone knowing and monica's like ah, couldn't you just stay like this forever <laughs> chandler gets really famous quiet. last words mm-hmm. she does it again chandler. could it you just <laughs> stay like this forever maybe not that much emphasis and then Chandler kind of starts to do the little weird freak out thing. And Monica's like, I knew it. They basically kind of fight about the whole, well, the teasing and the whole, you know, wedding and Basically, kids uh, and Monica's babies. already kind of had a preconceived notion that Chandler was going to have a freak out. Right. It was kind of like a ticking time bomb in her head. So uh, the hazing from the friends basically reaffirmed what she already believed was happening. Yeah, and Chandler's like, I know what you want. And she's like, you're so sure. You know what? This, this, and that. Like, you know, I'm not hanging out with you tonight. Basically kind of turned into a big fight. And he's like, why don't you turn the heat down on this pressure cooker? He's like, basically mm. like stepping even deeper into the fire here. It's like, yeah. buddy, like you've already said like the ignition All the statement. You gotta say. So now you're like anything else you say is just pouring gasoline into this. Yeah, and Monica's like, you know, it's not even about me. This is about you and your weird relationship commitment crap. Like you're the big baby here. Commitment paranoia. <laughs> and she storms out. So, well, at least you can. Uh, finally have the last word uh, to yourself <laughs> well let's get back to percolating percolating and uh chandler is now it's his turn to vent he's venting to the guys about monica and he's like this is fixable right like like what do i gotta do what do i have to do to make i always kind of thought right? on this part it's kind of weird like you're, you're gonna vent to the older brother true and joey <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, you the know, the older brother and the bachelor. He's like, you're gonna have to make a really big gesture, right? All of a sudden, Monica comes in the background. But even worse, you're taking advice from an older brother who had the two failed divorces. Oh my god! <laughs> this can only mean one thing. So you know, Monica's going to get coffee. She's not even trying to hang out with them. She's getting it to go. So Chandler goes up to her and he's like. I love how she makes it to go after she does the double take. Right, she looks like, at oh, them. you're here? Let me reconfirm that to-go order. <laughs> to-go. And Chandler's like, what do I gotta do to make it right? You know, and he's like, huh? Well, you just tell me. Like, tell me what you gotta do to make it right. Um, you know, I, and then that's it. And then I say, I'm sorry. You think I'm cute again. And, you know, she's Basically like... Basically like, uh, let's get back on that hamster wheel that we always do. I do something stupid, you forgive me. And she's like, you know, if you're afraid to be in a relationship, like, then don't be in one. Like, I'm tired of being your relationship tutor. You gotta figure this out on her own, your own. Not gonna lie, that's a pretty strong statement there. Once again, she walks out. Now, let's get over to Ross's apartment real quick, because it's the time of the party. 
but guess what? It's just Ross. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think his uh, plan was going as well as he thought it would. Yeah. Especially since he's uh, a funk soul brother of one. Check it out now. <laughs> and he's got the two name tags on outside. And then you hear across the way, Howard, Howard, Howard. Of course, Steve lives across the way. That's where the party's at. And they're chanting. So Ross noticed Phoebe. What is Phoebe doing at this party? Mm. That's a little suspicious. Phoebe thought that it was Frost's party, so she chipped in. And then someone was like, yeah, thanks for coming, you know, thanks Which for pitching Which is funny, in. like, you think she would know the difference, because it's not like Ross was asking for $100 to party with him. Right? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, I chipped in, you know, $100, and he's like, that's not making it any worse for, you know, easier for him. And he's, she's like, yeah, it is. I'm just the exotic, generous stranger. The exotic, uh... generous stranger. I love it. So Steve approaches him, um, and Phoebe, like, hey, thanks for coming, and by the way, you guys should consider, like, switching apartment, you know? She, yeah, Phoebe's she's more definitely uh, more our, our kind people. of people. <laughs> so. The, been really comfortable there, Steve. The moment we've been kind of waiting for, Joey's tried to hint it out, well, we're here at the Central Perk, and uh, he's trying to get away from Katie. Listen to this. I've been working out. Hey, listen, is it obvious I'm wearing six sweaters? Uh, yeah. But it's not obvious why. Well, look, I'm breaking up with Katie, so I had to put on some extra padding, you know? I mean, if she hits me when she's happy, can you imagine how hard she's going to hit me when I tell her I'm taking away the Joey love? <laughs> hey. Right. Hey. Hey, cute jacket. Oh, oh thank you. Oh, that's so sweet. Ow. Oh, ow. Did Joey tell you to say that? You guys are too micro. Oh. Oh. You know what? I gotta tell you, I, I, I think you are the one that is too much. Oh, Joey has the nicest friends. Oh, and the nicest girlfriend. Oh, you're so sweet. or I'm gonna walk out that door right now. Well, are you gonna? Nah. <laughs> well, you gotta watch along, but Joey was wearing six sweaters to make sure <laughs> that when Katie hits him, he doesn't feel it. But at least Rachel kind of helped out there with that department. And, yeah, kind of uh, explain why he was walking in like a 
Pillsbury Dough Man, fresh out the oven, super stiff as a board. Well, and good on Rachel for helping Joey out there, so goodbye, Katie. Yeah, look at all the physical violence he didn't have to take. Yay! So, now back at Howard's party, and, uh, you know, Ross is just kind of bored. He was sitting there in the background, he's telling Phoebe, this is a disaster, like, I just want to go home. And Phoebe's like, no, I'm still trying to talk you up. And he's like, ooh, thinking like, okay, maybe this is going to go well. Yeah, maybe there's a small chance of redemption here. I mean, with uh, Phoebe as your wing woman, how can you go wrong? She tells him, you know, just eat something. So while Ross is trying to, it looks like, get a slice of cake, you know, he's asking Phoebe, like, what were they talking about? And Phoebe's like, well, you know, I told him about you and Emily. Just kind of putting out a lot of personal information there, Phoebs. Yeah, but somehow you may have made out to be the bad guy. Or maybe I'm just telling the story wrong. Uh... Yeah, somehow I made you look worse. <laughs> and actually, maybe we got to talk about that story because I'm really not clear on how that happened. I'm like, wow, Phoebe, why would you go with that then? So obviously it does make it worse. But as this is happening, someone approaches the table. Oh my god, someone cut Howard's cake. Ooh. Uh, Who would do such a thing? I can't believe it. What? You didn't even get to finish saying happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's basically Steve going, 3B. Well, unfortunately for Ross's case, I mean, like, he has icing all over his face. I don't know how slick he thought he was in this scenario when yeah. he was trying to dump half a eaten cake inside of a potted plant. Oh, my God. Ross cut into the con- retirement. Congratulations, cake. I mean, I give him an A-plus for oh, subtlety, though. Because, like, he had almost a full <laughs> 10 seconds before everyone realized. They're like, you okay? just, like, subtly sliding. You had you had your free food. You ruined everybody's day. You can go home now. And Phoebe tries to like. I love, know, I love uh, Howard's kind of or Steve's kind of pointed Steve, on thick yeah. there. And Phoebe tries to take over the crowd. Like, hey, look, who here doesn't like Ross? Okay, and then she's just like kind of doing this pull. Well, hey, you know, in the very beginning. I didn't like any of you guys, you know. It's really sad that Ross is the only one who raised his hand for himself. Kurt, you abrasive drunk, and Lola, mind-numbingly stupid, and the um, other two. Not respecting Phoebe's approach here. Uh, I don't think insulting them is going to help the scenario. And lastly, gold digger and cradle-robbing perv to the couple, she says. Abort! Abort, Phoebe! Abort! Yeah. This is the worst reversal speech ever. We're supposed to boost him. Moments later, we get to Ross's apartment, and it's now just Phoebe and Ross, and she's like, you know, I kind of thought you were going to defend them when I was saying all those bad things. And yeah, that Ro- was, I was really trying to set a platform for you to step up. Yeah, apparently Ross didn't get the clue, so he's like, it's like oh, oh, that's that, what you were trying that, to do. That would have worked, <laughs> yeah. Womp, womp, womp. Well, the damage is done, and now they can be uh, funk soul brothers together as they eat their giant bags of chips. So now we're at Monica and Rachel's apartment, and Chandler runs in super urgent, like, where's Monica? Where's Monica? And of course, the entire gang is there, and Monica's like, Yeah, I mean, she's I'm literally right sitting here. right in front of them. So, uh, spatial awareness on. So he's got something to say. 
Okay, I got something to say, and you can tell, and everybody's like, oh, no, 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 You can no, tell no, by no, his no, body no, language no. and his frantic urgentness that this is going to be the most delightful cringe they have ever seen. Oh, he proposes <laughs> in front of everybody. Ah. And she's like, what? Ah. Think about what you're doing. Ah. Why are you doing this? And she's like, because it's the right thing to do. Um, um, because I love you. Because, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ch- uh, Chandler, Just that, that's not down a reason the list to get married. Of terrible reasons to ask <laughs> to someone to marry you. Say sorry and get married, and Chandler's like, "Well, of course not. You know, yeah, married because of pregnancy." And wow, you're just making it worse. So uh, can't yeah. lie to you, folks. You you can't make this up. He's literally saying all these things. And so Monica's like, "Oh my god, like take a moment here. You sound really ridiculous." You know, he's like, "Well, I got confused. No, and then I talked to these two, and she's like." Subtle camera pan to Joey and Ross. (laughs) Two divorces and Joey? (laughs) And Ross is like, hey. And Joey's like, well. She's like, he's like, yeah, cheap shot. But. At least Joey got to keep his name. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, Monica and Chandler basically make up at this point, which is pretty good. You know, at least they kind of (laughs) took off that awkwardness there for Chandler. I forgive you for being an idiot. But uh, just out of curiosity, what would you have done if I was serious Ooh. and I had said yes? He's like, well, I would have, you know, been with you and then you know, spend the rest of my life with you. And yeah. Or there would be a Chandler-shaped hole in this door behind us. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. So... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> now to the very last scene of the episode. We are now at... Central perk once again, as is always percolating, and uh, you know, Joey's <laughs> they're all kind of doing a little making fun of each other here. Well, more so, just one person. Joey's I was about like, to say, There's been a lot of razzing on this episode, everyone's getting some. Joey's like, Hey, Ross, can you pass me the knife? And Ross is all mean, like, No, he's like, Oh, that okay, was mean. you don't gotta be mean about it. Oh, That's I'm okay. Sorry. Will you, you marry me? me? <laughs> they go back and forth, and then Rachel, you know, usually you do that when you move in, but I don't know, Chandler? Oh, my God. And so Chandler's like, how long is this going to go on for? And it's like, oh, while. I mean, while. There, there's no escaping it for the guy. But then Ross makes it worse, and he turns to Rachel and goes, hey, remember that time when we were on a break? Nope, nope. I'm going sorry. too far. Going too Will far. Will you marry me? Chandler's like, yeah, that's not funny at all. And they all walk away and leave. (sighs) Oh, man. What an episode. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right, everyone. On that note, we're going to slide right on into our thoughts and opinions of this episode of Friends. Wiggity woo! All right. Chris, let us know what you thought of this episode. Well, I definitely thought this episode was more kind of filler but still pretty funny for the most part because you kind of got to see a little bit of Joey's dating side yet again, you know. Returning from the depths of obscurity. All jabs aside, pow, pow, pow. Are you making fun of me? Yeah, I thought that one, was two, three. funny. One, two, three. Katie, yeah. one, two, three. You got to watch the episode. That part was pretty funny to see um, throughout the entire time. Um, the whole Chandler and Monica thing, like, you know, having that fight and then... You know, getting all paranoid because everybody knows now. I feel like, yeah, that was expected and kind of normal. But I feel like the friends could have, hey, 
ease up a little bit like y'all are kind of doing too much now just because everybody knows but everybody knows yeah at the end of the day at least you know him and monica worked through that and figured it out and now they're okay so there's you know that. until the next emotional milestone <laughs> <laughs> and then as far as you know ross and phoebe goes just seems like throughout this episode just a lot of uh friends supporting each other so um I cannot wait to see what the next episode holds for us. Jaren, what do you think? I think this episode is hilarious for a multitude of reasons, but I'm most excited for the fact that finally, after what feels like forever, the moment has come. Everybody knows it's done. Ross has the info. The rest of the friends have the info. Should be easy from here, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, no. It only gets proceedingly uh, more crazy. As now, um, Chandler and Monica have to experience the struggles of dealing with uh, their relationship being out in the open. It's uh, one thing when it's a big secret to everyone, but it's an entirely different story when uh, everyone is aware and uh, throwing in their opinions. Uh, While this took up a majority of the episode, which I greatly appreciate the deep dive into, uh, on the other side, with uh, Ross and Phoebe's uh, little interactions versus the apartment, I really appreciate the fact that we're exploring a dynamic we don't normally get a lot of. Right. Ross versus, <laughs> I mean, excuse me, a Phoebe and Ross versus an, <laughs> an mm-hmm. entire community. Not to mention having a storyline with each other, when most of the time we don't really see these two characters uh, have a lot of social context. But uh, it was a nice change-up, and I definitely feel like the humor paces each other very well. I uh, cannot wait to see where we go from here. We're starting to really wind into the deep side of Season 5. Oh, yeah. It's only going to get better. All right. On that note, Chris, tell them where they can find more info. You can find us on our Instagram page at The Barker Lounge, where we post all our episode updates and listening platforms are listed in our bio. Uh, shout out to our dog Trifle over here. We're still laughing laugh. at the episode. I'm dead. <laughs> but yeah. All right, everyone. Stay safe. Stay sane. And most importantly, do something you love because you're awesome and you deserve it. But, uh, Remember, we'll be there for you with a toilet.
have to. Oh, oh, wow! Hello? I didn't even have to knock on the door. This is perfect. This is great. Uh, hi. hi. I'm Jed. I'm the neighbor. <laughs> uh, how are you? Can I help you? Yes, yes. That's all very well to do. I'm Craig, uh, the neighborhood uh, welcomer. Okay. Uh, thank you and uh, welcome yet again for sure. choosing Madison Square Apartments. Of course, uh, thank you for so the welcome. So happy to have you here, but uh, we're gonna need that donation up front. Uh, I'm yeah. So, uh, wait, what? You, I, I, oh, you, I'm sorry, oh you. I'm sorry. You're new here, so you haven't heard about this. Uh, for all frequent new invites, uh, we have uh, an invitation fee that's uh, immediately deducted from your rent and uh, added to our landlord because uh, uh, he is the best guy in the world, uh, and uh, we gotta replace his hip. I'm, I'm sorry, and you're asking for my donation. Well, yes, because you're I, a tenant here, I've, and uh, we really love our landlord, so uh, we I've really want to see his hip recovery. For like it's it's five very minutes. crucial because you see, when he has both of his discs, um, he's able to uh, manage the apartments better. Yes, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I've only lived here for like a few minutes. Uh, to, to, so you're gonna slide it right under so... the door. You're sliding the check no, under the door that. is oh, what you're saying. You. Thank you for the welcome. Goodbye. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for your donation. Puts the check under the door. I don't care. Do, 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 do. Hip surgery. 